We're back. Sinners Anonymous is back with a new episode. Uh, great discussion we've got here today. Uh, I'm Justine. Nicole. Mark. Mike. Jennifer. Karen. Irene. Theo. And today we are talking about gender roles. It's a pretty, pretty big topic. We're going to be talking about gender roles in society in general um, and, you know, in relationships, outside of relationships, things like that. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. We will also be having in-person discussions every other Friday night at St. Mary's Coptic Orthodox Church in Delray, Florida. All right. Gender roles. Yep. We took a poll and you guys voted. This was one of the most requested topics. Gender roles. What does it mean to be a man in today's society? What does it mean to be a woman? What is your role? What is your place? What is this idea of gender equality? What is cultural? What is religious? What is orthodox? What is Christian? What is worldly? It's so confusing. We live in such a confusing society where men want to be women and women want to be men and some people don't want to be either. I mean, it's just, you know, what's going on, right? So let's talk about it, right? We can choose to put our head in the sand and just pretend like it's not happening. But if we don't, any generation coming after us is going to be just as confused, if not more. So let's do it. Let's talk about it. How, what is, what are gender roles? What are, what is gender? What is the Christian viewpoint? What is the cultural viewpoint? What's the difference? So let's kick it off. Number one, biggest one, men and women, are they created equal? No. <laughs> all right, guys, that concludes the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Wait. Okay, so I'll elaborate, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but biologically, I believe that men can, you know, they're more, they can have more muscle, you know, they're generally stronger, taller, that, you know, allows them to have professions that, ha that require more manual labor, for example. Like, you won't see a lot of female, um, construction work sure there you go perfect or uh oil rig workers or something like that right um we could even talk about it from like an athletic perspective where uh men bodybuilders obviously you know generate more muscle mass compared to female bodybuilders um female bodybuilders take um steroids to you know go to the level onto men men bodybuilders and obviously men take steroids too but that's different you know different topic right everybody's on steroids yeah exactly <laughs> but no different topic so um i think that men and women aren't created equally physically exactly but i don't think that <laughs> yeah. Clarification. <laughs> yeah but i i mean i don't think that should stop society from treating them equally so, so you do think they're created equal of as, course. as human? Yes, I love okay, one. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just wanted uh, to. Yeah. <laughs> so we're saying they're different, but still equal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, just just putting the facts out there. You know? <laughs> different, but still equal. Can you want to elaborate some more? Yeah. So me and you, we're different. We're, we've got a lot of things. I've got some talents you don't have. You've got some talents I don't have. That doesn't make me more inferior to you. He doesn't or have talents. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> I'm supposed to be on my best behavior. <laughs> okay. So different but equal. So there are differences between men and women, obviously, right? However, in terms of treatment, in terms of rights, mm -hmm. we're saying they should be equal? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about how about someone elaborates on that? So they should be equal, but I think let's let's maybe get a little bit more specific with how have different cultures assigned gender roles, you know, either present day or past or in a way that it could affect the present day. Like in society. Right. Okay. 
well, I think we can all like start off maybe with like the Middle Eastern okay. way that like gender roles have been assigned because that's I think we can all relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the stereotypical way that like women have been assigned roles are like staying in the kitchen, cooking and taking care of the kids and the guy goes to work and that's it just comes back home and sleeps mm-hmm. that's pretty much it so that's the stereotypical i'm not saying that's every household but yeah. that's the stereotypical middle eastern mm-hmm. gender role <coughs> and okay. i think oh sorry go ahead mark i just want to small thing i want to point out that you know we say middle eastern i think because we're egyptian so we can relate to it a lot more but it's not even a middle eastern thing it's a whole eastern thing so if you look at the right. two worlds there's the western world like europe america and all that then there's the eastern world like literally everything else right, right. and that's the culture there and if we even take it an extra step, we could even say like South America. I think might have, actually, I don't. I don't really know. I think in, in, in older generations, yes. yeah. they are more traditional yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I, I was gonna say, I think it's, it, it does have to do with maybe. I, I guess you can say it tends to be in, in, in countries that are much more progressive. I think they have much more advanced roles for females other than the traditional roles that you're saying, Irene. Like, you know, if, if you think about the 50s or I don't even know what time frame it was, maybe 40s, 30s, I don't know, um, when the women, did they did have those roles where they would just, like, be housewives, they would raise the kids, they would... Um, cook, clean, and that was it. They didn't work, and the men would work and come back. And then I guess... You know, the the Western world, like you're saying, Mark, kind of caught on a little faster and saw that, you know, well, this is not healthy because there were, you know, higher rates of like depression. Children didn't know who their dads were. Um, Dads were very hands off with managing their kids or, you know, developing a relationship with them because that was seen as too feminine. So I think, you know, more in the Western world or in the countries that are much more developed, you can tend to find more female positions or more 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 advancement in the female workplace or in society in general than um than in the eastern world or in less progressive countries so i think it's you know just those countries getting up to speed with where everywhere everyone else is at so so okay so if there are differences between men and women and we're saying that they uh, even though those differences exist when it comes to rights and treatment they should be treated equally then explain something to me i saw a vice article actually a vice video on youtube and it was talking about women's powerlifting in the olympics and how in germany there's this man who decided that he was uh no longer going to be a man he identified as uh, a woman uh, or, or trans whatever i forget exactly what he identified as and because of this the international olympic committee was allowing him to uh compete in the women's heavyweight i disagree and and what was happening is there there are several women in uh, to represent germany that had made this their life's passion spent years decades and now they're coming in second and third place they have no chance so i'm just going to call what he is but god made him it's a he and he is kicking you know he's number one every single time he's going to represent germany he, he's, it's going to be him. And, and number two and number three, who have spent decades, are, are very upset about this. And they're voicing petition after petition. And they're being told, nope, there's nothing you can do. He is a woman. He identifies as a woman. So it, it, if we are saying that there is a difference, yet they should be treated equally, is that the same as these people who are saying, you know what? You know, if a man wants to start being a woman and start competing in women's sports, let's allow it. Like, I'm confused. What, what are we saying versus what are they saying? I think there's a, a difference between equal opportunity and fair opportunity. So equal would be anyone who identifies as a woman gets a chance to compete. 
that's equal. Um, but fair is another point where, you know, someone who was created a different gender now wants to switch and start lifting. I mean, that's not fair, right? Because we, we were saying biologically men are stronger. So if, if I come in and, let you know, if a guy comes in, he wants to power lift. I mean, that's not fair to the women who have been practicing because, you know, physically they're never going to get to that point that they are at. You know, the person who's trans that's changing is at. So I don't think that's fair. It's an equal opportunity. And I think that's like a distinction that we need to make is it's also when you look at it from like a women's rights perspective, you know, giving women an equal opportunity is not the same as giving women a fair opportunity. So so just for the sake of clarity, do we believe that if a man decided to be a, a woman, he can make that decision? Make, Does anyone here believe that? Make what, what Yeah, make what decision. A man says, I want to be a woman. And I want to identify as a woman. I want everyone to treat me as a woman. Do we as Christians believe in that? No. no, no. I'll, I'll actually go against the grain and say that God gave us free will. So they can go ahead and choose whatever they want to choose. As a Christian, I personally disagree. But, you know, if we're talking about society as a whole, God gave us free will. And, you know, that's his decision. And God will deal with that person on, you know, one on one, I guess. You know? Granted, right. But yeah. but is it right or wrong to for someone born a woman to say, I'm going to be a man? And for someone born a man to be a woman, because there's a lot of people out here that don't understand mm -hmm. right and wrong because it's confusing, mm -hmm. right? So let's let's set that. We're going to talk about gender roles. Let's talk about gender first. So is that okay? Yes or no? No. 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 Does anyone want to speak why? But because that's no. God, well, this is how I always defend it. I always say that God doesn't make mistakes. God wouldn't put you in the wrong body. Like that's that, a good point. It's you know, He point. just doesn't make mistakes. Like He put you in the correct body. Mm -hmm. So that's what you were meant to be in mm -hmm. so that's just the easiest and every you know. person has like you said irene god doesn't make mistakes every person has an identified or specified role that they need to carry out throughout their life and so if you are misconstruing the role or you know for example if you're supposed to be a certain way but you don't want to conform to that way that god created you you're going against god's will and like like mark said god did give us free will so we essentially can choose to decline what god has assigned for our lives to be and for our purpose to be but in the end is that god's will no it's not well you're going to pay the consequences not just in heaven you're going to pay the consequences on earth all right so let's recap there are differences between men and women number one we all agree uh even though there are differences between men and women they should be treated equally in terms of rights in terms of you know a man can walk down the street and expect not to be raped or hurt same thing a woman can no matter what time no matter what okay number number three uh, we do not believe in this trans movement, in this, uh, you know, decide, for someone deciding their gender. God decides your gender. That is your blessing. That is what God has set out for you. Okay? So uh, people that are out there, Sunday school servants that are writing emails to their priests right now, I think we're good. Okay? We, we've, all, we've all clarified that. I think we're good. All right. Now, let's move on to the gender roles part. Let's divide the, this conversation up into two buckets, right? The first half, let's talk about gender roles in society. So I'm talking about in the workplace. I'm talking about at school. I'm talking about friendships, right? I'm talking about in general society. And then gender roles between a man and a woman, between a husband and a wife in a marriage, right? Because the church actually has two different views on this, right? So let's, let's focus on the one that's probably easier. Let's focus on in society. If there's a man and then there's a woman, they have the same credentials, the same education, the same background, the same experience. More or less, everything's the same. The only difference is one is a man and one is a woman, and they're up for the same job, the same promotion, right? 
there are some people that believe that you know what we'll take the man for x y and z and there are other people that believe no 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 it you know if they're both the same then you got to look very closely even closer and try to differentiate differentiate between them and maybe you'll find something that that makes the woman stronger maybe you'll find something that makes the man a stronger candidate but it should be based on merit right what do you guys think so i think in a scenario like that where experience and qualifications are more or less equal the only difference being like gender um i think personality would be kind of like the deciding factor here would this you know which person would you know which person has a personality that can get along with the team more which person uh can man manage better you know who can like you know talk to people easier did you just say man manage what about woman human manage. human yeah. man human manage human, yeah you know talent management yeah or um who 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 has a uh, you know personal interests and hobbies that more that align with the company or you know can get along with you know the company and their coworkers and stuff like that because you'll have people who are more or less the same you know um qualifications and you know uh work history and all that but let's say one person is a lot more outgoing and you know they can speak they can handle the flack from public criticism and the other person's a bit more you know shy and all this right pick the person who's more qualified you know qualification and work history education can be the same but there's still more qualifications to qualify for the position okay so so what would you say to someone that says i like that and for that reason we're going to choose the man because for for 3 weeks out of the for for 3 weeks out of the 4 of the month i know how that woman's going to behave but with a man, for four weeks, he's going to be studying the same person. So, yes, I'm going to use your logic, and I'm going to choose the man. What would you say to Well, I still think that that's a wrong take on that. I still think you should let the girls answer. Okay, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, by all means. Yeah, I feel like the argument that, like, oh, it's her time of the month, like, she's being emotional and, like, sassy today, I think that's that's so stereotypical and just not true. Because like I've in the workplace, like I work with only women and there are times where she's being sassy and a woman be like, oh, my gosh, like, is it your time of the month? Mm -hmm. And it's just not like she's just having a bad day. Like, but then like we have like men in our office that when it's, you know, they're acting out and it's it's just them being a man like, mm -hmm. like they're just right? like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, never like, a question. Yeah, they don't have a time of the month. Yeah. Like when they're upset, like, no, he's just upset. Like, why aren't we questioning why he's upset? So I think it, it can be like anybody can be emotional either way. If a girl is on her period versus a guy just being emotional, it can go both ways. It's all about personality. Yeah, there may be some, some females who are a little bit more dramatic, but maybe they're just dramatic in nature or some girls who are chill and nothing really happens to them. So, again, I think it's like scenario by scenario situation. Right. I also don't think it's fair because I've, you know, at least in, in the tech industry, it's a lot more male dominated. So I've worked with a lot of men and they're just, you know, when someone's having a bad day, it's a bad day. Like you can't say, oh, this is, you know, they're going through something or it's their period. Like, I, I just don't think it's a fair justification when someone's having a rough day to say that because men and women are both subject to it. I think the whole, oh, it's that time of the month, you know, is going to affect her mood or whatever. I think it's kind of like a joke that's been overused to the point mm -hmm. where like, oh, no, this is like real, you know, and it's like, no, like this is dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like uh, Justine said, I think like everybody can be emotional. You know, there can be guys who are just like insanely emotional and bipolar, for example, you know, like just flipping on you in like a minute or seconds right. instance. Right. Compared to a woman who's more like strategic and calculated, who can handle her emotions very well, who knows that, oh, it is that time of the month. 
I'm gonna be extra emotional. I have to, you know, keep that in mind and you know, hold it down, you know, at work. But it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a stupid uh, opinion, I think, on the topic. <laughs> And to answer your question, Theo, I think even when the women get the role, I think those excuses are kind of the things that, that's why even when women get the role, they, they're doubted so much more than if a man was taking that role. Like, her decisions are double-checked. Her, you know, her reports are um, scrutinized a different way just because, like, oh, it's a woman. She's in a leader position. We need to double-check her. Like, and I, I don't think that would happen if a man was in that position. You know, some when if a man was in that position, it would be like, okay, yeah, he's, he's right. Yeah, and when like a woman does speak up and like become a leader and want to state that something's wrong, that's her being like bossy and rude. Yeah. But when a man's doing it, he's being a man. He's stern. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, l- let's let's talk about that for a second because you know I, I've met a lot of men is not in control of their emotions. Um, so for someone to come and tell me. Actually, women are so emotional. I don't think they're fit to be leaders. I'm just going to cock my head to the right and say, really? Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Because I, I, I think that um, it, is, it is true up to a certain extent in terms of men and women engage with their emotions completely differently. You know, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. But I think men and women deal with emotions very differently. And they have different talents that God has given them. And they have, they're affected by emotions differently. But to say that a woman in a workplace would make an inferior leader uh, than to any average man, I don't know if I believe that. I, I really don't. Because, I mean, the Bible, we talked about this when we were prepping, the Bible has many great examples of females who were in leadership positions, right. Deborah, Esther. I mean, we can go on and on and mm-hmm. on, right? Many, many incredible women who led, right? Now, of course, there's more women, there's more men than women in the Bible who led, uh, but you have to look at the Bible as a historical uh, literature just as much as it is spiritual literature. And at the time, there just weren't that many opportunities for women to lead, right? But when they led, they led very well, right? Uh, Rahab, I would call her a wonderful, a wonderful and powerful and brave, very brave. This is a prostitute who lived in Jericho, right? A prostitute. She has no standing. She has nothing. She's considered the drag of society, the bottom of society. And yet she took it upon herself to save Joshua's spies because it was the right thing to do. And she was very brave. And when she was questioned and, you know, she, she, she protected those men. And in the end, God saves her. Right. I mean, so, so women can be leaders. Men can be leaders. In the workplace, everyone should have equal rights. Right. And, and it should be merit based. Is it always going to be like that? I think we're all smart enough and old enough to know that's not what happens. Uh, Jenny, not to put you on the spot, but you you are, you know, a working professional. You've been out in a working place for, for a long time. Do you have any thoughts that you want to weigh in on this? Um, yeah. So, so, I mean, I think going back to your question about, um, you know, when if, if you have a man and a woman who both have, you know, same credentials, same experience, same everything, um, and they're both offered the position, who are you going to hire? And, you know, if even if you take what Mark said, like, oh, okay, well, let's see how, how does this man work with this team and how does this woman work with this team? Okay, well, what if you have a team of all men? You know, naturally, they're going to want to select the man just because, you know, we're all more comfortable with, you know, people like us. Um, you know, I'm comfortable in a group of my girlfriends more than I would be in a group of guys. So naturally you would want to gravitate towards that, but you know, how does that woman get, you know, she's as qualified, how does she get the opportunity to, to prove herself and to show that she is just as capable? So, you know, in those situations, if you talk about, 
you know, like uh, diversity and inclusion committees and opportunities, um, even scholarships for diverse people. Um, you know, that's just a way, I think, to level the playing field and kind of give them the opportunity to get their foot in, in the door. We're not saying that, you know, you should lower the standards to accept the, the less diverse or to accept the, the more diverse people, but we're saying that you should level the playing field and help them get their foot in the door that way. So, I mean, that's just my opinion is that sometimes we just need that extra push to get you know, women involved to prove that they're just as capable as men. Um, it's not favoring one over the other. It's just, you know, giving us um, a, a chance that we might not otherwise have. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah, actually. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It's more about keeping an open mind and being, even in that group, if it's all men and you're trying to hire someone else, you may need a feminine perspective. I think part of the issue with the leadership, and one thing that you brought up, and I'm going to say something a bit controversial, when you talk about leaders in the Bible um, and women leaders in general, I think there's one issue. There's some people that try to lead, some women that try to lead, and they try to lead like a man would lead. And they don't use the talents that they have at their disposal, and they're just trying to copy the men leaders. That that one may not be as effective a leader. But if she uses her own talents that she has... Mm -hmm as a woman that no man can bring then she's going to be an amazing leader like esther yeah mm -hmm. yeah um to add on to that just came to my mind right now uh we were talking about emotions and like you know a man being emotional women being emotional more or whatever the case may be um i think that emotions are very very powerful and if a woman knows her emotions and know how to handle other people's emotions compared to a man who's been raised to be like stoic and not to show emotions and very stern and you know leadership you know um maybe the woman might actually perform better you know going up to people let's say she she picks up on one of the team members having a bad day takes them to the side and you know speaks to them about their emotions gets them to feel more comfortable so maybe this is actually an advantage than a disadvantage absolutely <laughs> What is the primary identity of our Lord? And so he's many things. He's omnipotent, God. But what is his primary identity, his primary focus? He's a father. And you can't be a father if you don't have a mother. children. No. <laughs> what did you say? A mother. You're not, you're not wrong. You're, you're not wrong. But, 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 yeah, no, this is a father who wants many, 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 many children. And so gender exists uh, so that the children of God can prosper and multiply. And the promise he made to Abraham, which is the very first promise uh, God makes to a chosen one, if you will, uh, unless you count what he told Adam. But, but anyway, he, t he tells Abraham, you will, your descendants will be like the sands of the world. There's so much sand on the beach. Can't even count every granular of sand. Your descendants will be that, that plentiful, right? So gender exists for that purpose. It exists so that we can have... Uh, so that God, so we can procreate and have relationships and have families and have marriages and create children and give God his children and raise those children in God's image uh, and, and the family of, God, of Christ continues, right? That is the primary role for gender. But it also serves subordinate roles. And part of that is, you know, there are strengths that we were talking about at the beginning. There are differences between man and woman. There are strengths that man has and weaknesses that men have. And there's strengths that women have and there's weaknesses that men's, women have. And they complement each other. When they're working in cohesion, when we're working in communion with the Holy Spirit, then those the, those strengths and weaknesses are complementing each other. So to sit here and say, no, women are inferior to man, 
is is very different than what the Bible says. So when it comes to society, everyone should have the right, if they work hard, to achieve the same goals, the same stuff. Everyone should have the right to walk down the street and regardless of what they're wearing. Again, they like you said, it's free will, right? You probably, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't be dressed provocatively. But hey, it's free will, right? God gave you free will. You only want to walk down the street at 1 o'clock in the morning and you're not dressed appropriately. You have the right not to be hurt not to feel fear you have that right that is your right nobody should be hurt nobody should be abused you know you should have the right opportunities you have the, you have the right to to not be gawked at or uh, called names or cat called absolutely these are these are human rights that everyone should have men and women but what about in a relationship well one thing though you have that right for sure but you can't expect that that is necessarily going to be what happens like if i leave something really valuable in the front seat of my car i can't expect that someone might not break in and steal it and so yes it's no one should be stealing but it's possible we live in a broken world we live in a corrupted world and so we have to take certain precautions well, um, this is this is why the oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let Karen go, answer that. No. go get him. She popped up real quick. <laughs> let me take out my knife. No, no, no because Wait, yeah. So I agree. Yes, be realistic. Don't you know? Don't provoke the other person and not expect a reaction. However, most likely, like I want to say, ninety percent of the time, we do take our precautions mm-hmm. and we're very careful and. You know, I mean, you take as much precautions as you can, and we still get cat calls. Y- yeah, well, yeah. I, I wouldn't say you're provoking the other person. I say, I'd say that that other person has a problem. No, yeah, like, and yeah, even so when, I agree with you in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when we do take, a, it's like cause it kind of sucks because you know a lot of women do get pl- blamed for that. But at some point, it's like, what else can you do? You know, like you're you're dressed fine. You're walking sometimes even with your parents. Like when I was walking in Egypt with my parents, they would still do it. So the blame. If you're dressed provocatively, that's a different story. But if you take your precautions, I mean... No, the blame is still on the guy. Yeah, the, the, whoever's doing I, the wrong thing, the catcalling, the stealing, yeah. the blame is still on that person. Yeah. That, that doesn't change the blame. But you, 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 you have to say to yourself, well, I'm going to take these certain... The, this is what I want to do. Like, In terms of it is safer for me to do that so that I don't have to deal with the consequences afterwards. Mm-hmm. Should, it, should I have to do that? No. You shouldn't, but yeah. it's sort of what happens. Um, I think that obviously, you know, we're talking about our culture and everything to dress <laughs> He's respectfully. He's treading so everything. lightly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, because no, I agree with everything that was said, but um, there are some people out there who do go out and they dress provocatively on purpose for a reason. Obviously, I mean, can we all agree on that? Like, okay. No. No, because or even <laughs> okay, go, go. <laughs> because even if a person, we can't assume uh-huh. that they're that is their intention. Mm-hmm. That's like, a good point. You know, like yeah. there, there probably are people out there dressing provocatively f- on purpose. Mm-hmm. There also are people that just don't know better. There are they just That's don't know better. Point. That's a good point. So we can't like walk into the world. You're like, okay, she's doing it on purpose. She's doing it by accident. Like we just don't know mm-hmm. their intention. So it's just best to leave them alone. Just right. don't bother them. That's a good point. But I also, mean, my whole point was just like, if you're going to, let's say someone does have that intention, right? Obviously, we don't know. We can't judge. It's right. not our role, right? right? But let's say someone does have, have that intention and, you know, 
something happens like is it cruel to say like what did you expect no well, no, like that? That, no yeah. because okay yeah. all right i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah. well reverse it so if if you you know you're on the beach and you take your shirt off and you're just walking with your shorts am i safe to assume that you want me to come approach you and touch you well no but that's the beach okay and never mind. <laughs> okay you're not at the beach you're okay. just walking around. okay all right so you see yeah. my point yeah, like, no, it's, no. it's still not fair to assume that oh she directs provocatively she wants me to go do that it's great yeah. well i mean yeah because that's not what I, when i said oh i want like oh i just provocatively i want people to do this to me but like i feel like this kind of veers into a different topic on um well no it's kind of the same topic but like like to express yourself or to show like oh i want to dress this way i think i look good this way you know i want to show myself off right which is i mean okay i guess like that's fine but like it gets dangerous. I think what, what, you know, Michael was trying to say was, like, it gets dangerous. Like, if I leave something valuable or if I'm showing off something valuable and then somebody comes up and, like, robs me or something, you know, it is, like, is, was that, like, the smartest thing to do? I don't, I'm just bringing up points. because so, like, like, I understand yeah. what you're trying to say. Like, you're saying, like, the... Because that's what he was saying. It's like mm. the world is cruel. Like that is going to happen. Like there's sometimes there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And sometimes you just have to be cautious. Mm. Like you can't, if you're going to walk around like in an alley, I mean, you just, you have yeah. to be cautious. But if the I same, wouldn't walk around in a dark alley in the middle of the night. Yeah, even if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we want to, if we want to talk about gender roles and we're, we're talking about women in our society, even nowadays have been looked at or talked about more as a commodity or an item more than a human being. So if you look at movies or listen to music or shows, whatever it may be, women are very sexualized in our world to be more appealing. So obviously the men in this world, they are influenced by this society and by this idea and they follow it, you know? So it's kind of like, unfortunately, everybody is kind of pulled into this trap that, you know, the that the entertainment biz is kind of trying to throw out there and yeah it's wrong and yeah it's it's not correct and and you know women shouldn't be itemized like that but it's happening you know and and i think i and that's kind of what the i don't want to get into feminism but that's kind of what like the original feminism movement was going towards was really making equal rights for women really standing up for themselves to make sure that they weren't put into a situation where they're just there for just to be a trophy wife or just to sit at home and have the kids and that's it they wanted an equal opportunity like you were saying earlier karen or being in an abusive relationship and everyone thinks that's okay it's not. right and she can't leave but the guy can't yeah 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 and it's obviously like way harder for a woman to leave so right and i actually to your point justine when you said um like women are a lot more sexualized and I think part of that is because our society gives so much slack to men, especially when it comes to like reputation or, you know, whatever. It, you know, if if a guy goes out and he gets to know so many girls, he's like, you know, pat on the back, like good job. But if a guy, if a girl does that, you know, she's a bad right. word. <laughs> right? So yeah, I think part of that is like also societal norms and men don't get judged half as harshly or as held accountable get, or for. held yeah exactly can yeah. we all agree that that's not a christian mentality to to say that a man can go around mm -hmm. and just uh, do whatever he wants and be with as many girls as he wants and a woman can't that's not christian we're it's all supposed not... we're all called to be pure and so yes that is the way that society is but that isn't the way that we should be i think i agree with you i definitely agree but i think in you know like 
practically speaking, mm-hmm. that's not the case. Um, practically speaking, you know, culturally, it, it has to do, yeah, like, I mean, culturally speaking, practically speaking, like, yeah, of course, you know, um, men and women are given the same, you know, before marriage, you're supposed to be sexually pure. I mean, even after marriage too, but like you, you have, we have the same commands as men and women. Um, but like as a practical matter, that's not the case. Like guys just, you know, amongst themselves, it's like, oh, he got with so many girls, like good for him, like whatever. And then when a girl even, you know, has, she gets into a relationship and a guy asks her, oh, how many guys did you date before me? And she gives a number and it's like, oh, wow, like I don't want that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yes, as a, I think it just, we have to recognize that practically speaking, that's not always the case. But I mean, you're totally right that, yeah, from a Christian perspective, that's obviously true. I think even if you take a step back and look at it, not even from a sexual partner type thing, if you see like a guy who has a lot of friends who are girls, it's like, all right, whatever. But if it's a girl who has a lot of friends who are guys, just platonic friends, Mm -hmm. nothing going on, people are going to be looking at her like, why is she always hanging around with dudes? Like, what's Mm -hmm. going on, you know? And that's, I think it's a cultural thing for sure. It might just be that she likes basketball. Like she just likes the same stuff. That, she likes cars. Yeah. And she just yeah. likes to talk yeah. to guys like more. Like, yeah, she's just like one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, so, let's, so you guys are touching on it, but let's bring it out, right? Bring it out of the shadows. This, this whole Eastern idea of honor. You must honor the family. You know, you must be pure. And the double standard that there is uh, that comes with that in, I would say, most of our cultures maybe maybe you you're lucky enough to go to a second or third or fourth generation church where this stuff might not be an issue although i i would probably assume it is still but yeah so so girls uh there's a double standard yeah like uh talked about this a little bit in the last episode um the girl must maintain her purity at all costs and everything is done everything she does is put under a microscope and, and it's a very like magnified microscope like why did you talk to him after church you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you're not of marrying age. You shouldn't be talking, talking to him. Like now everyone's going to talk, right? Or what are people going to think about us? Or how can you put those pictures on the internet or blah, 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 blah. Right. Like it's to, it's to a point where like, you know, you'll be on social media and you wouldn't expect some of these pictures to come up and then they come up and you're like, what, what is this? Like I clicked on Instagram and I clicked on something else. Right. Like that's, that's what's, that, that's the world that we live in. And, and people are very, very judgmental. You know, uh, if a girl posts a certain picture or whatnot, by the way, just because it's being done, we're not, we're not here to judge if it's okay or not. Right. Like, you know, purity is purity and, you know, behaving uh, promiscuously promiscuously is not okay, whether you're a man or woman, but we're saying in society. And then a guy can post a very similar picture and, uh, you know, know, showing off whatever. And nobody, nobody says anything. Mm -hmm. It goes like, oh. He goes to the gym. Good for him. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, what is she trying to say? Like, who? Right. Like, like, who? Look at her likes. And, and you know, <laughs> you know, why didn't I get that many likes? So the point is this. This double standard. Is it cultural? Is it religious? Our, our, our girls should be held to a higher uh, level of uh, spirituality and a higher level of purity than men? Or, or is that cultural? That's cultural. cultural. So um, I do think it's cultural as well. Um, I just want to point out one thing that, you know, I don't think it comes from like a, like we're talking about the double standard here, right? So I think it comes, like a big part of it is like to protect, you know, the honor, I guess you could say. Okay, like I'm thinking about it from like a parent's point of view, right? 
Like, the parents don't want their daughter to go out into a world where they know it's already cruel. We already kind of established it. Like, people are going to be looking at you like this. People are going to be doing that. So, you know, they're going to try their best to protect you from that. You know, they don't want you to be, you know, mixing with that stuff and people to look at you that way. And, like, you know, your brother might not want you to do that because of this. And there is a double standard. Is it, like, is is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I mean, I'll throw that out there for us to discuss. But yeah. I think that's wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's wrong. Like, straight up, that's wrong. Like, okay. that mentality that, like, oh, the world is so bad, so we have to protect her and keep her pure, and her older brother and her father don't want to see her, like, it be corrupted, you know what I mean? Yeah. But all that focus is on the female, and it's never, ever said to the male. Like, mm-hmm. ever. So, like, that should be both ways. Like, okay, yes, give your daughter that talk that the world is cruel. Be careful. Like, we, they should give it out to them in like plain english the world is cruel be careful like this 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 could happen so you have to be cautious that just straight up instead of like sugarcoating it Mm -hmm. and at the same time you tell the brother be like it's never an excuse to talk to a girl that way to look at her that way to catcall her that way so it needs to be said to both you know genders of course no no i totally agree but my point is saying like you you brought up you said like to kind of counter what you said um you said how come it's always on the girl and not on the brother i think it's because as a society we've grown accustomed that oh yeah men are looked at this way the double standard right you know so i was just putting that point out there and i think like in order for that to change you said something about you know educating i guess like boys or men or whatever to be more respectful but i think it goes deeper than just educating men to be more respectful because i mean it's a pr- it has to be it's a movement like yeah. it needs to be like it's gonna take time like it's not like overnight like okay guys everybody just educate your boys and everything's you know <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not gonna wake up next morning everything's gonna be like great exactly. like, that's a good first step to yeah but them, like it but needs to be yeah the there needs to be like a movement like a yeah. prog- like a just more progression um and educating parents like you need to speak to your sons and daughters about this, not just your daughters, not just protect your daughters, but it's it's both. But you know, I- oh. <laughs> Nicole, uh, you were saying, you were saying uh, that's step one. Oh yeah, that's yeah. step one, but it's yeah. definitely not the solution. So what do you think the solution should be? I mean, I would say start with. I don't. I don't have a solution. I mean, I think if I. If we already had a solution, it would, you know, wouldn't be a problem. Um, but I, I would say start with that and then uh, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think um, education and mm-hmm. being aware of it is important. Yeah, for sure. But. Um, OK, let me let me just let me use an anomaly that I've uh, that I've experienced. Um, so it's not OK for a man to catcall a woman who he sees walking down the street, ever. right? Ever, ever. There are no conditions. We're at the Wawa gas station. Oh my God. Smell <laughs> <laughs> the tea, what happened? <laughs> There's actually a meme that's like, um, are you gonna call me beautiful or do I have to go <laughs> to the, the gas station? Right? <laughs> oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's just so well known. It's just so common. That yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, so that's not allowed, that's a no-no. But then why is it okay when a girl posts a picture of herself, it could be in her Easter dress, nothing too, uh, that it's okay for boys to like comment under her like emojis that I don't understand half these emojis, but I don't think they're all nice and clean, right? I'm pretty sure, right? That's okay. And then that's liked and then she gets a response. So what's, what's, what's the difference? 
right? What's the difference between catcalling someone in public and then catcalling someone in virtual media? You're both objectifying the woman for nothing but her physical looks. You're both degrading the woman because that's all you're valuing, her physical looks. Like, explain to me why one is accepted and one is not. Next time on Sinners Anonymous. You're supposed to be pure no matter what. And there's, I feel like there's this cognitive dissonance that happens when those the, that old school mentality like when you don't talk to don't talk to your son like would you want that your son doing that to your daughter right. no would you want them to do that to your mother no so then think about every every woman every girl that you meet as your mother or your sister and what how would you like to treat her yeah. so so why are we introducing that into someone's psyche because that's something the devil can latch on right like so so who's to, who's at fault the girl posting the picture the guy commenting on the picture or Mark Zuckerberg for creating Facebook. Like, who's, who's, who's that? Families early in the days, or even families nowadays, they have, they used to maybe even in our culture, they have pre-assigned roles where the woman is the um, caretaker of the kids, the birther, the cook, the cleaner, laundry person, everything, <laughs> and the men are the breadwinners. And obviously now in like a household dynamic, that has changed because I think if you notice. A lot of places or a lot of families that still go with that routine tend to burn out or I feel like they're unhappy or there's no balance. It's like a lack of teamwork, you know. I agree that it doesn't work now, but so why why do we think it worked, you know, in our parents and our grandparents' time? Like what what was different? Was it the was it like the media was portraying things differently or I guess lack of the media because they didn't have really <laughs> but um, what do you think was different? And in my grandma's generation, like we have to it was a second and third world country and a lot of women at that time just I feel like just didn't have a very higher education and didn't pursue mm -hmm. jobs like that was just how it was mm -hmm. and all they did was yeah cook clean and take care of their kids like that was their job and the man was working so i feel like okay, they didn't have that opportunity yeah, yeah they just didn't mm -hmm. have i feel like they just yeah. didn't have that opportunity that's not okay you have to be respectful of the reason why god created man and woman right God saw man, created man first. Okay, fine. People are like, oh my God, God created man first. That means he loves man first. No, he doesn't. Equally loved. In fact, he creates man and he looks down and he says, this is not good. Man being alone, no, nah, it's not going to work, right? I did the stars and the heavens and the sun and the earth and I, and I said, and it was good. But when I saw a man alone, not going to work. Left it to his own devices. He goes crazy. So let me create woman, right? Let me create woman, which, which together acts as a balancing force. Right? and acts together as a containment, a safety field for the children to be raised in, in, in God's image.